Okay, so now... Start over again. Okay, so hello and welcome everyone to Best of the West on Blaze Radio at blazeradioonline.com. I'm Kenji Ito, and today we actually have a special guest for today's show, Paul Schultz. Jake is currently out in Flagstaff, but happy for Paul to be here. How are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing great, Kenji. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so let's get straight into the news. First, we have the Los Angeles Rams. It seems like they are always very busy with this free agency this offseason. Let's first start off with the Super Bowl winning quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He signs a four-year deal, $160 million extension. So, obviously, this is really big money. Does this, like, contract affect Stafford in a bad way, meaning, like, he might perform worse or might might not win another Super Bowl because the money got to his head? I, I don't... I don't think that's the case. I think part of this, not not that he would be the kind of guy to make it affect him in the future, but I think the purpose of maybe signing this contract now is, as we've seen with a lot of other teams, just working the cap in the right way and pushing some money down the road so that the Rams can sign some other guys in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like pr- probably I think the exact opposite in some ways is because you know even though he's a very likable quarterback and you know he's he's he finally won one after being in Detroit for 12 years but you real like I've I've done like some research a little bit is that Patrick Mahomes he won his Super Bowl before the big money Rodgers okay. won his one and only Super Bowl before the big money and same with Russell Wilson so like I might I can see definitely that this might be an ongoing trend with Matthew Stafford because, you know, he's he's not used to this. You know, like Detroit has always kind of lowballed him and everything. I, I mean, it maybe the way I'm looking at it is a little bit different only because those guys were on their rookie contract. And, I mean, it's not like Matt Stafford was not making a, a reasonable contract in Detroit. So I guess I can see where, where you're coming from that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these other guys, like, they weren't going to get another contract unless they did something big like go to the super bowl or at least make the playoffs so maybe it's different in their situation yeah but i do i do get where you're coming from i think from him being so well from the 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 lions being so loyal to him for such a long time and then moving to the rams if he wasn't to perform well early with the rams then i could see them maybe not renewing his contract so i get what you're saying there yeah absolutely and then let's move on to another uh, rams topic robert woods uh, who we actually talked about last week, uh, he got traded to the Tennessee Titans. And like, and I kind of predicted this on the show, like, but I thought okay. he was going somewhere else. But like, do you think the Rams wanted him out because of the like, Allen Robinson signing? Or like, do you think he, they just wanted him out because he's getting old and injury, and he's getting injury prone? Or what do you think the exact details are here? I was, I was honestly very surprised when I saw that they let him leave because he was such... Uh, a valuable piece before he got injured last year but I think if obviously the situation is different now that they do have Allen Robinson and that they haven't uh you know OBJ hasn't re-signed right now their main their main three are Cup Robinson and uh, Van Jefferson mm-hmm. and I think it it's just again with that addition of Robinson that that's one of the reasons they had to you know work the cap I, again i think it comes down to cap gymnastics at the end as it does with any nfl team yeah but i think to your point i i agree with that that he's getting older he's injury prone and they they had to move him would they have moved him if they didn't get robinson i don't think so 
Mm-hmm. But that's a good point. Yeah, and it you know it's kind of it's kind of weird because there was a, also a report that said that the first option for Woods because he I guess he got this like he had to decide on which team to like trade with. And I saw I saw that as and well. He, yeah, he did pick the Tennessee Titans, so like maybe he was he was also thinking at the same time that you know he was like. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, oh man, this team really wants me out of here, even though, like, you know, I've been, I've been the, like, like, under, under, like, I don't know the how to The number two guy, kind of, or? He's like, he's been like the shadow, you know? That's so, true. Like, like, Cooper Cup is obviously the star. Right. And, like, we can go back previous seasons. He, Cooper Cup has always been the star, everything. That's true. But, like, Robert Woods has always kind of been that shadow, so maybe he. There's a possible chance that he might have wanted to leave originally because he wanted a bigger spotlight. Because remember, the Tennessee Titans out of division, but they did release Julio Jones. That's right. Everything. And A.J. Brown is the main target. Mm -hmm. And A.J. Brown is not as good as Cooper Cup. So Robert Woods might get more love in Tennessee. Yeah, you're thinking maybe he will move up to that top spot. I I see that. And I think with Allen Robinson in his situation— even being behind Cooper Cub is still a lot better than the situation he was in with with the Bears. So, oh yeah, absolutely. And the coaching with the Bears is right. That's like, just terrible. But we can get into yeah, that. That's like, another for, yeah. for another time. But the last Rams topic is that the draft is coming up in like two days, and the signings the Rams have made last year, this year have this been unbelievable. So, like, what is it with the Rams acquiring talent instead of drafting rookies? And is this going to be a trend with other teams? Because the Rams don't have a pick in this year's draft until third round. Right. Well, maybe the maybe the the thing that really inspired all this, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think when you when they went with Jared Goff and that pick, that was their last big time uh, draft pick, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And obviously, you know, it worked out seemingly for a few years he was a good pick but at the end of the day you know it couldn't get it done yeah. in that super bowl yeah and then he got paid his 33 million right and then so i mean are the rams maybe cutting out the middleman so to speak and just mm. instead of spending their rookie money on these guys just wait until they you know leave somewhere else on their rookie deal and sign them then uh as far as if i think other teams are going to do this i think it just boils down to how they're set up already the rams have been for a few years right since they've come to la it's kind of that battle between the rams and the chargers for who's going to win the the fan base battle i mean the rams kind of already had that history in la before they left exactly so there's a few loyal fans i guess but they wanted you know they built the new stadium and everything and they want to be the top dog in la so Mm -hmm. getting to the super bowl as fast as they did was something that they obviously had their mindset on was I surprised that it happened the way it did and as fast as it did? Yeah, I was, honestly. But I think that other teams in the situ- in the similar situation who are willing to work the cap in that fashion uh, could definitely do what the Rams did, not using the draft picks. Yeah, and, like, my overall thoughts on this is that, like, it's kind of weird to say, but the Rams are a little, like, scared of using picks is because I feel like that Jared Goff, you know, he went to Cal and he wasn't the greatest, but he was good enough quarterback to lead a franchise. And that obviously, Oh, that now you're good. Uh, that obviously didn't work out because he went to a Super Bowl, lost, got the big money and then stopped like really trying and everything. Yeah. And there are only a few draft picks per year in the first round that really work out. 
I would, yeah, that's where I was going to go with yeah. that too. I t- completely agree with with mm-hmm. you, and that the draft is so uncertain in in those situations. And yeah, when you can again, to yeah. for a lack of a better phrase, cut out the middleman of kind of waiting and seeing if this works out. You know, just go in and sign sign a guy to a short term deal yeah. that's proven himself in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. That seems like the way to go. I totally agree with and, you there. And like. Like and everyone says this, but you know the college transition to the NFL, even though they have the combine, they have the pro days, is so much more different. Everyone's Absolutely. stronger, faster, and and even though I just said faster, I quicker. Like I feel like there's a difference, you know. But now let's uh, move on to the next team, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. So with Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson obviously being gone, the two like r- real veterans of that team and they're they're really the leaders you can talk about Quandre Diggs Jamal Adams all you want sure but DK Metcalf said something very interesting he said it's time for me to step up and be a leader it's my time in Seattle now what like this is out of nowhere because DK Metcalf is kind of quiet when it comes to some things yes so like what does this mean exactly you know well I mean as far as him being a leader it right there's always some guys that are going to step up and have that kind of personality in in the uh in the locker room and so mm-hmm. in that aspect I, I think that's a good thing that he's kind of taking ownership of the role now that Wilson's gone and that obviously like you said other guys need to step up as far as him being a veteran, though, I mean, he's only been there since 2019. But I think with what he's done in such a short amount of time, he's earned the respect of the locker room. Yeah, exactly. So the only thing is, I mean, right, this is great that that they're going to say it. But as someone who's just being critical here, as far as being a leader, yeah, in the locker room. But unless he's going to go out there and start playing quarterback, they still need to go get someone for that job, right? Yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll actually get into that next but like like my like my little comment about this is that like this is an interesting take that I'm going to say right here okay but i feel like that he's very frustrated with the team and we have talked about this as friends before you know is that he's fr- like he can be frustrated with the team and he's not getting enough targets or he's not being used the right way i completely agree with you there so maybe he's getting that like, it's a terrible way to say it, but cocky mentality of okay. saying, you know, I need to be the first man in charge, and I need to get the ball, you know? So do you think that that might also mean, like, he needs to be a leader in that he's going to help them decide who their next quarterback is so he gets more targets, he finds the right guy who's yeah. going to give him those targets? Yeah, possibly, and uh, you just perfectly said it in time, so, like, with other NFL teams, like, finding their quarterback as well. Like, you know, Falcons found their guy. Colts found their guy. And uh, I think the Browns did as well with Watson. Like, does – and then there's not many open spots for Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So does, like, Seattle go with Mayfield or go into the draft with the ninth pick or second the second-round pick with Malik Willis or Matt Corral? Well, I mean, Baker's not the only one out there, but I, I mm-hmm. would think that – if you're Seattle's in a tough spot because I don't think they're really in full rebuild mode. Yeah. But at the same time, to start over from the draft completely, and it's like just going straight from the draft with Pete Carroll's age for one thing to consider. Do they really want to do that all over again? Mm-hmm. It's it's I I think you go with Baker Mayfield or maybe you know a guy I who I haven't been real high on but you know someone like nick Foles or something like that i yeah. mean and maybe it's you're not you're not paying him baker mayfield money but you get something that's 
maybe not quite as as good as Baker Mayfield, but not. I mean, it's serviceable. Yeah, to exactly. put it that way. Exactly, and it you know it totally makes sense because you know people complain about Pete Carroll's age all the time. He's like he needs to go, everything. But like I think I think they should draft Matt Crow because DK Metcalf and Matt Crow both went to Ole Miss. I've mentioned okay. it on previous That's episodes. A good point. But I also thought about this like last minute is that maybe Seattle tanks one year. And this is the last Seattle comment I'll say, is that maybe Seattle tanks one year and wait for Bryce Young from Alabama to to be, like, available for the draft so they can select him with a really high pick overall. So, well, okay, if you're John Schneider, then do you keep Pete Carroll around for that one year, or are you going to bring in a new head coach when you bring in your new quarterback? So... Pete Carroll would stay one last year, which is okay. this upcoming offseason. Right. And then he's gone. They promote the assistant head coach, whoever the heck that is, everything, and put him as the head coach and coach Bryce Young. All right. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, possibility. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. So now let's move uh, to Paul with some Cardinals and 49ers. Right. So Malcolm Butler sat out last year with the Cardinals uh, from injury or some reasons he like had, that. He I actually think. retired. He retired. Tech- yeah, retired okay. from well, football. In air quotes. Okay. Yeah. But he was still listed on their retired roster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or something okay. like that. You know? But, you know, guess what? He's not really retired. He's going back to the Patriots. So what do you think about this? I, I don't know. Like, like he's going back to the team that undraft uh, or that picked him up uh, because he wasn't he was not drafted. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like this is because like he says, I'm quitting and then everything. And then he goes back to football. So like, was he really retiring or like, was, was it mental? Like nothing against him, but like. It's kind of this strange to come out of the blue and say, I'm coming back to football after saying, after completely saying in week one or whatever week it was that I'm like, I'm retiring. Well, what's shocking is the Cardinals, you know, with their ups and downs that they've had this past year, it's not like he, at least the way I would read it is he's not, it's not like the Cardinals were a team where he was going to not not have a chance to thrive there you know so i Mm -hmm. I agree with you i'm kind of shocked with that and he's 32 now so yeah that's 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 kind of something to consider right defensive right i i think patriots fans who may or may not still be holding on to the to to the brady belichick days are going to look back at that play from the super bowl and go yeah let's bring him back yeah but like this also brings another question in, is that, like, was Malcolm Butler, even though they had a, a very successful defense last year, and it kind of declined, as most people say. The but, Cardinals or the Patriots uh, when the, he was with the Patriots? Uh, the Cardinals this okay. past season. Um, my bad for not clarifying that. No, you're good. But, um, you know, like, was he mad with the Cardinals or something that he wasn't getting the starting job? Because, you know, in Tennessee and and the Patriots, he was kind of the starter over there. So was he, like... Was he frustrated with the team and said, "I I need to retire because, for some apparent reason, like it's kind of he didn't he just didn't want to sit on the bench the entire year." Yeah, it's... I mean, you could argue that it, he could have got some playing time at some point because mm-hmm. if I was the Cardinals last year, I would have moved things around to try to figure it out throughout the season. But I, yeah. I agree with that. There, it's certainly a possibility. Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not real up to date on the Patriots' defense that much. But is yeah. he gonna? Is does he have a good chance to? Yeah, with to, the, with the, to start and to yeah, be with, a key guy for them. With J.C. Jackson being gone, mm, I think that's he's true. gonna be the number one guy. 
bolt up jc jackson chargers yeah. by the way yeah you probably up. already mentioned that but yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so okay next i mean what is the cardinals draft strategy going forward here what do you think mm-hmm. we we're coming up on the draft pretty soon yeah and it's i think it's in two days or three days mm-hmm. i don't uh, even something know something like sometime this week for yeah. sure but um personally i think that you try to keep Kyler Murray happy because of what happened this offseason with him removing, or I should say, being a drama queen, and yes. then you uh, you improve that secondary for uh, for the Cardinals. So like maybe in round one because I think they have a pick in round one. They do. It looks like it's going to be around the twenty third pick. Okay, so that that's that's uh, that's still a good spot. You got you got a good receiver, you know, like London. I think. Uh, Alave will Drake be gone. London, yeah. Those two will be they gone. Will, yeah. But, you know, it's gone. a stacked wide receiver class. So mm-hmm. I think that's what you do. And then uh, and then second round, you just prioritize on defense, you know? Right. Like, I feel like that reason why they had failed success was not because of Kingsbury and Murray and all the rumors going around that, you know, Kingsbury is not the guy. But okay. yeah. I think it's because the secondary, like, there was not much other than Byron Murphy and Buda Baker, you know? Right. Well, I'm seeing here, I just did a quick search, that people are saying they should draft Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State to shore up that defense now that okay. Chandler, Chandler Jones is gone. Draft yeah. him in the first round. Yeah, possibly. Well, yeah. Do they? Do you think they need to shore up that line at all, or do you think this is all on Kyler Murray? What, you know, I think... all the stuff that unfolded last year? I think it's kind of like the Kyler Murray situation is kind of with the Rodgers situation as well. Okay. It's like, oh, I need a receiver other than one guy. Rodgers doesn't have a one guy anymore. But like That's true. before, like they're kind of the same quarterback. They say, oh, I want, I want another receiver to help me out, even though, like, you know, it can actually work with a one-man show. Right. Yeah. Well, do you think, I mean— Comparing, not that Kyler Murray isn't a, a great talent, but he, do you think he's on that same level with Aaron Rodgers oh, to I, where he can do it with one guy, with one receiver? Absolutely not. But <laughs> okay, like I just think, wanted to make that clear. <laughs> but like, like a one-man show, like a perfect example mm-hmm. is like the year that like Tom Brady, like you know, he he's there has been some years that he's been a one-man show, mm-hmm. and everything, and he's taken under under talented receivers and this taking them to the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. So like it's definitely worked, but I think with Kyler Murray's situation you need to you need to have a second guy okay. to be there. Should we move on to yeah. what let's move on to the 49ers. Here we go. Yeah. I mean Jimmy G is Jimmy Garoppolo is still on their roster mm-hmm. uh, as far as right now, but there are reports that Trey Lance could very well be the starter week one for this mm-hmm. season what do you think overall about about this move oh geez i think i think like it's so tough is because you know this is the like i know there's other 49ers news but right. this is the really big 49ers it's the overarching story who's yeah. going to be your quarterback yeah, i mean who's that's going to be your quarterback the big question with think, any team in this in a similar situation yeah. like i think i don't know because you know jimmy garoppolo he's a he's a basic pocket quarterback right but you know he just chokes in the situation, choked against the uh, K, uh, in the KC Super Bowl. He uh, he uh, obviously threw the game-winning uh, interception to the Rams this previous playoffs, and the Rams went to the Super Bowl and won it. You know, like he like he's good throughout the regular season because he's surrounded by talent and he's a pocket quarterback that just delivers the ball. Mm-hmm. But he cannot perform in the playoffs. So 
I think I think that Trey Lance being a QB one is actually a perfect fit is because with the snaps he did play, he looked really good. Okay. Everything. He looks like a he looks like a better throwing Cam Newton. Because mm. Cam Newton kind of this like chucks the ball into the air <laughs> and hopes for the best, you know? And I'm no quarterback, but it looks like it. Right. So, and I think you just get a more versatile game with Trey Lance. Well, I mean, and he's still going to struggle at first, right, because of of how young he is. But Mm -hmm. I think it's at some point, if you really want to commit to him long term, you're just going to have to throw him in there. I mean, you're just going to have to throw him in there and kind of let him figure it out as you go. Yeah, exactly. 49ers are not Super Bowl ready this year anyway, so you might as well just let They need to build more of that defense and try to decide who your quarterback is going to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Well... I, can I throw something in there in yeah. here real quick? It's just if you're if you're if you're San Francisco, do you kind of cross lines in the NFC West since this is best of the West? And think about yeah. offering Jimmy G up to the Seahawks, and maybe as a Seahawks fan, what do you think about that? So I don't think like no no biasy or no okay. hate for anything, but I don't think Jimmy G is going to work in the Seattle offense. Because it's very with, well, you, but you just—I mean, sorry to sorry to no, be you're here. Good. Uh, you just said that he's a pocket passer, though, and that couldn't that help DK Metcalf out? Well, here's the thing, though: is Jimmy Garoppolo has always been behind a good line, okay? Everything, and uh, he's always been with a very good tight end. Guess what? Seattle doesn't have either one of those things. Either one <laughs> of those things. You can talk about Noah Fant all you want; he's very underrated. Whatever. But he's not no George Kittle or Rob Gronkowski. Yes. You know, so I don't think Jimmy G would work. And plus, with the new offensive coordinator uh, Seattle got last uh, last offseason, it's very play-action heavy, and that's what Jimmy Garoppolo struggles at, you know? Mm. And it, it's no bias. Like, it's not like I wouldn't take him, but it's like I got to think about it realistically to a point that it's like, can this— can this quarterback in that system lead over, I don't know, like, I think Seattle this this past year was below 500. Like, mm-hmm. can he lead them above can 500? He, can he make them better than right? Yeah, exactly. So I feel like with Seattle's situation going back to them, I feel like that you need, you need to have an agile quarterback, and that's why Russell Wilson has worked for those years that he was in Seattle. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, do you think there's any team that, Obviously, if you can, I'm saying if you're the 49ers, you might as well try to get something for Jimmy G before his contract's up. Is there any team that would even want him at this point? I don't know. Or that he would fit well with? Like, I kind of like the Commanders, but they already found Carson Wentz. Right. But here's the thing about Carson Wentz. He's very injury prone. He's very injury prone. Mm -hmm. He kind of got lucky with the Colts, I feel like. That's, yeah. So... And Washington this uh, this let go of uh, or they didn't let go. Uh, the Jags picked him up. Um, they picked up Brandon Sheriff, who's their really all pro guard and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, can Jimmy G go to uh, Washington? Probably. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that working out. Yeah. So and uh, la- last thing I'm gonna say too about this Trey Lance thing is I kind of saw this on social media, is that. Um, is that the 49ers are trying to build their old team back. Trey Lance is going to be like a Colin Kaepernick. Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon is going to be a mixture of Frank Gore. George Kittle is like Vernon Davis. And Debo Samuel is like Michael Crabtree. That's like, their their games are... It's a little scary to think about that's a, if you're not a 49ers fan. Yeah, it's like, 
it's like you got to think about it and it's like they're they're kind of doing that mm-hmm. everything the co- the coaching is way better but it's like it's like if i'm like facing the 49ers in the future like this could be a scary team and a very high super bowl contender absolutely yeah and um going back to the Trey Lance thing one last time is that i think if you roll with him everything uh uh this basically the offense will just get 10 times better because you don't like he's going to make his mistakes like you said mm-hmm. but uh he, like you know he's versatile like you know he can run he can he can he knows like the right time to throw away you look at his tape from college and everything it's like i know it's like a really low d1 school but like you know he's pretty good and there's a reason why they drafted him at number three overall right Mm -hmm. well another thing going back to jimmy g maybe for a minute is Mm -hmm. i think he had a better shot and what i've seen on the internet a little bit that's a really good point is before the whole deshaun watson thing unfolded and he was signed with cleveland he had a much better shot of getting getting a place to play this year oh yeah absolutely it's it is what it is and Maybe Jimmy G could ride the bench for one season. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a possibility. So um, we are running out of time, but thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Um, but, yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah, so uh, Jake and I will be here next week uh, talking about either more free agency, uh, maybe about the draft since it's coming up. Uh, but uh, we will be here uh, same day, same time at Blaze Radio, at Blaze Radio Online.